passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Poison Rana. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these days as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app you use, and youtube.com slash postwrestling. Wow. Did I do it right? You did it right. Oh, boy. We made it. We are here. Hello. Yes. Hello. Uh, some of you may know who we are. Some of you... May not. Some of you may be like, oh, an NXT review on the post feed. Cool. And some of you may go, what is this mm. doing here? We're pretty much like that time you two put that album on oh, everyone's that's phone. that's 100% what we're doing. That's exactly yeah. it. So, uh, hey, hi, welcome. Maybe you don't know who we are. We are Brain and Davey, the BDE. We do a show called Up Next. And for the past uh, few years, we've been covering NXT over on our feed. We decided to change that feed to a whole new thing. We now go by Poison Rana. We're going to be doing all sorts of other podcasts over on that feed, as well as our Patreon stuff. But up next, we'll we'll still continue on, just on this feed. Because we are your NXT friends. 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 We'll yes, always we be your NXT friends. Yes, we're here. We've moved the show to post-wrestling. Uh, I think it's it, it kind of makes sense. You've got all the other reviews there. But it allows us on our new Poison Rana feed, which... If you have subscribed to Up Next, you'll still have. We can post more stuff. So we're doing our first show tomorrow uh, live on on our podcast uh, on our YouTube at two p.m. If you want to come and join for that, yeah, we'll be going live on our YouTube, uh, YouTube.com/slash/PoisonRana, and then the, the 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 whole podcast feed as well is called that. Go subscribe if you haven't already for all the other stuff. Tomorrow we're going to talk about everything that's going on, including. Uh, Ring of Honor final battle that we watched today as well. Mm. We'll be chatting about that. We'll be chatting about uh, some some fantasy booking of WrestleMania, some Sasha Banks chat, William Regal, all that fun stuff we'll be chatting about. And if you can't hang out live, it will be uh, in the podcast feed there. So go follow, subscribe, Poison Rana or PoisonRana.ca for all the other stuff. We yes. have a Patreon and all that uh, fun, fun stuff. But we can't talk about that because we have a deadline. We do have a deadline. It has been a... First of all, a, a bit of a, a crazy day. Whirlwind uh, day for you? We're here to talk about NXT deadline, but man, we had Morocco knocking out Portugal. Oh, don't remind me. In the early hours of the morning. Then went to see the England game, which was very exciting, but well, it's not coming home. Not no, this year, sorry. at least. Yeah. Uh, I thought we played well. I thought we looked good. It's got to be king. we had a little of 
few dodgy choices uh, from the ref, but yeah, unlucky for Kane. Yeah. Missing that penalty, heartbreak. Yeah, poor one out. I, t- t- team Canada in the World Cup finally. So I was like, yes, I can support Canada. They were out. So I went, okay, cool. Good thing I'm half Portuguese. Okay, great. Support, support the pork chops. And then no, they're out today too. So then I'm like, Davey's, Davey's British. He's my roommate. He's my mate. I'm, I'm British too today. And then they also lost. So now I'm just lost. I don't know who to cheer for. So. Yeah. I, I know I who Messi Morocco is. Morocco or Croatia I want. <laughs> Who's Messi on again? Argentina. Yeah, there nah, we go. I don't want them. I All right. I choose them. Uh, so yeah, we, we went up for, uh, some, some drinks to watch that game during the day. And then we were like, wow, there's so much to do today because mm. there was Ring of Honor final battle. And then there was we'll definitely NXT. be going into tomorrow. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, got to see all of final battle, which was pretty fun. I think a show that definitely over delivered, um, for me. Uh, but then yes, it's NXT deadline, the debut of the Iron Survivor challenge match, right. Apollo v. Braun. Uh, I think it's fair to say, I think we were, both a little kind of down going into this premium live event. I don't think it's necessarily had the the best build, um, especially the the main event fishing, with fishing and diners. Um, but yeah, I, overall, I, I quite enjoyed this show, and I, I'm quite looking forward to going into the Iron Survivor and whether we think as a concept it worked or if it didn't work. And love to hear from you guys as well. We do have uh, the YouTube chat going on. And we do have super chats enabled because we're on the big shiny post feed. So uh, leave all your comments uh, on there and we'll try to get it through as many as we can during the show. And uh, by all means, drop a frog in the comments, in the chat. Always drop a frog emoji. Uh, That's our new, that's our new thing. Shout out frogs. Uh, I guess we'll we'll, let's just dive into this. I think so. Let's Let's jump into some deadline uh, here because yeah, there was a lot to talk about. This is the last premium live event of WWE going into the new year in a couple of weeks. So this is the last one, the last stop here. They've already now officially promoted Vengeance Day as a like traveling premium live event for February. February, yes. And they're also promoting January 10th as New Year's Evil. So I figured it would have been on the like the third or whatever, but uh... that would make more sense. I don't. Yeah, I I don't think they're taking any time off over Christmas, New Year, because the Tuesdays seem pretty good. Yeah, Yeah. I I wonder why. Uh, Well, we start off with one of the Iron Survivor match, the first ever Iron Survivor match here, and it is the women's match. And so five competitors in this match, and the winner will become the number one contender for the NXT Women's Championship. Yes. And so, I mean, we've had weeks of Shawn Michaels sitting in the boardroom with his glasses and his hat explaining the rules to this. But really, uh, it's, there's gonna be five people. It starts with two. Every five minutes, another person comes in. It's basically uh, almost like an Iron Man match with a limit, a time limit of 25 minutes as a whole. But then, uh, if you get pinned or submit, you go into a timeout box for like 90 seconds as well. Which obviously prevents you from being able to break right. up fools or get fools yourself. So kind of like an elimination chamber, no actual like chamber, like no structure except for the little box uh, ring. And there's a bit more of an advantage actually starting the match as yes. it gives you more opportunity to get more fools. Yes, correct. So we all know the rules. You, we we're, explained we're all up it. To date. We, we explained it better. They show the whole graphic and it's like a novel I, long. I hope. Like, like I am reading all that. Come I on. hope this thing, like if this catches on and like 20 years from now and they're doing the Iron Survivor, yeah. like we always have Regal with the war game saying, I just want this clip of Sean sat at his desk in his glasses yeah. Five competitors and the penalty box. And if you score a pinfall, we need to keep it every year. 
Yeah, bring it back uh, for sure. It was a success, I'd say. But we start off with Roxanne Perez and Zoe Stark. Uh, so uh, Zoe recently turning kind of heel in the mm. past few weeks on NXT, if anyone's been following. And here she comes out of the gate. These two um, start going back and forth with some quick near falls. I think uh, this is very this this gimmick match is very similar to how we play our gimmick matches in our two K. For anyone who's listened, we've always like made created our own. Games and gimmick matches of like ten minute Iron Man four way matches and stuff yeah. like that. It's very similar because all you're trying to do is get and, falls. And I think both were successful in relaying that kind of crazy like scramble aspect that you get when you're playing two. Okay? Yeah, when you're breaking up your, the pins. your finishers are going out the window. You're just hoping to yeah. to snatch a quick pin or whatever. It definitely while everyone else is down way. on the outside or. Yeah. In the penalty box. Well, Roxanne and Zoe start off with like crazy near falls trying to get back and forth. Both of them are just fantastic technical wrestlers here. It was really good. Just five minutes straight of them kind of like going for arm drags and submissions in and near falls. When Kiana James comes in, she lights both of them up. There's a huge roundhouse kick to Zoe for a near fall. She gets Roxanne up for a Samoan drop, but gets super kicked by Zoe and then lands on Roxanne, but she kicks out at two. Uh, there's then the Zoe to sleep, which I, I still call it that, but I don't remember what she calls it now. The, the flippity flop knee the drop. Flippity, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. It looks that. great. Uh, she hits that on Roxanne and actually gets a fall for it. So Zoe's up in, on the numbers on the board there. Mm. Uh, Cora Jade comes in next and she's kind of rocking almost like Electra kind of gear. The I red, thought, yeah. Just like barbed wire and stuff as well. Uh, she walks past Roxanne, who's in the timeout box, the penalty box, and kind of laughs and goes in and tries to pin other people. But uh, Zoe and Kiana aren't letting that happen. This, And I think it was unfortunate because this was the first time we saw the penalty box. And there were definitely times throughout the night where it was used better. But they said the clock starts as soon as their feet hit the floor, which meant if you've done, you've been hit by this like devastating move and rolled out, you've then got to like, quickly get on your feet to they're having the ref kind of usher them but with Roxanne she spent about 45 seconds on the floor before getting to the it should start box. when you're in it Once right the door's yeah. locked that should be the 90 seconds yeah. i think and because yeah it was she was in there for like 30 seconds and then right back to the ring i'm just happy it didn't remind me of the tna Good. timeout box like it looked different and everything mm. Uh, Roxanne eventually comes back in the ring and hits a series of Luthez presses on everyone and then running like European uppercuts, uppercuts into the corner. Uh, Jade eventually rolls up Kiana for an, uh, a, a fall. So she gets a piece here and she's on the board. Uh, there's submissions back and forth. We've now hit the 15 minute mark when Indy Hartwell comes in now. And well, she's been hitting boots and just gets Roxanne alone. Uh, hits like a stun gun on the ropes and then boots her in the face and she gets a pin as well here. Uh, Kiana James is, is on the outside and hits a moonsault onto Zoe like on the outside. Off the barricade. Yeah, isn't it? very impressive from Kiana James. Uh, there's then Roxanne who gets a sunset flip countering Zoe and gets a fall of her own there. So Zoe's back to the timeout box. Uh, Kiana's basically the only one without a, uh, a mm. number on the board and considering she's the businesswoman who loves she's numbers. She's good with numbers. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's not doing too well. Uh, there's then uh, like a Robinson special from Zoe Stark with like the, the Will Ospreay flying kick thing, which looked pretty cool. There's a half and half suplex. There's craziness. Everyone's hitting moves everywhere. There's a cannonball from Jade to the outside. A huge crossbody from Zoe to the outside. Uh, Kiana finally hits the 401K 
which I realize is not based off the Toronto Montreal Highway. It's uh, like a R, what is it? RSP fund, Some something trust thing. fund in right. the states. Okay. A lot of listeners hit us up last week uh, when we were <laughs> like, I don't know what that means. We're Canadian and British. Uh, so Roxanne eventually hits pop rocks on Jade, and there's it's at the 23 minute mark. Kiana hits an avalanche Spanish fly. Cora runs in to throw Kiana away and tries to steal the pin, but Zoe kicks out. Therefore, she couldn't get the final fall to match Roxanne's. And then, well, there's a DDT on Roxanne, but before she can capitalize, the clock runs out. And therefore, Roxanne Perez is your iron survivor. Yeah, I thought they did a really good job towards the end with the penalty box with Cora. She basically got pinned with two minutes left, which meant as soon as that door was open, she only had 30 seconds to try and snatch a pin. She's running whatever. around, yeah. I-, I thought they really got her over the kind of frantic nature of the match. I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought Zoe Stark really stood out. I think she's incredibly strong. But you look at this field, I think you'd say Kiana James is maybe the uh, the odd one out. She's a bit kind of newer to this and i i thought she held her own as well had i think everyone was featured really well in this match i think it put it over as quite a fun new gimmick um yeah i i'd say my only criticism is either make the the like timeouts longer maybe two minutes or have the clock start once you hit there because i think at times you didn't quite get the drama that they were trying to achieve from the box yeah i almost could do because we play again we play these kinds of gimmicks that we come up on in the video games and we don't have a timeout thing you could do it without it because it makes it still crazier that yeah because usually the person who gets pinned is probably going to sell that they're hurt Mm. for a while anyways but i I think i think that would be it just make it so as soon as they're in the box they're in there for you can even have like a little timer on the actual thing can't you something Um, like that yeah But, but no i thought this was fun yeah, really, really fun. I mean, everyone kind of stepped up as well. We were predicting that either Roxanne or Indy wins. And I think Roxanne winning here is the clear cut choice to end Mandy Rose's title reign here going forward. Like that, that would be the big match to promote. Would you assume New Year's Eve? Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there, lots of fun, lots of like ways uh, they were breaking up pins and all that stuff and lots of interactions with all like five different people, right? Mm. So they're doing moves like double team moves, triple team moves, like. Really, really fun. And I, I instantly was like, okay, I like this gimmick. And I, I, I do think Roxanne's a good kind of fresh face. She should be the one to take the title and maybe perhaps have Mandy have all of Toxic Attraction move up, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's time, yeah, to, it's Roxanne's time. Booker, super emotional after this, like legit crying. Yeah. Uh, cause Roxanne's one of his students. And we go to like the, the video package and the commercial and stuff and comes back and he's still an absolute mess. Yeah. He's like, Vic's I like trying to cover him. He's yeah. turning away, like laughing that he's crying, but pretty, pretty nice moment there. Uh, yeah. With Booker kind of putting it over. Uh, yeah. Roxanne definitely impressing and going forward. I think she could be a really big deal in NXT WWE, but also Kiana James, I think showed up here. I think that she Very was the standout so. here and can kind of see why she's been on like main event and dark matches and stuff like that. Because yeah, I, I definitely see it. Where's G? Gene? Maybe Keanu would have got more points if G was there to help it's, us tally the scores. I mean, it's it's a weekend. Maybe she's just... She doesn't work at the She weekends. was sad Brazil lost in the World Cup, I think. Yeah. yeah. 
We go to backstage. Mackenzie's with Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley, and Mackenzie's rocking this great like ballerina outfit or she something. Looked like she was going to the Oscars or something. She, she looked, looked great. Fantastic. Yeah, it looked good. Uh, she is talking to Ivy about how the Diamond Mind, uh, the Creeds, are not uh, cleared because Ivy kind of ratted them out. Yeah, Ivy the Narc, and she's like, "Yeah, but they're not a hundred percent." Those guys. Brutus and Julius would ru- run through a wall and say they're okay. It, they have to heal up though before they can can fight. And uh, that's when they they mentioned that like Ivy and Tatum kind of have a, a bit of a team forming here. And Katana and Caden, the, the women's tag champions, show up and say that hey, we we like you guys, we respect you, and hopefully we can fight again down the line. So kind of issuing a challenge in a babyface to babyface sort of way, but yeah. Uh, well, yeah, before the the melee happens. Oh, right. Was or was this later? This no, was, this was this was now when. Oh, wait. I think later no, on. No, sorry, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. There was a fight later on. You're correct. Uh, yeah, I I didn't think the acting here was too strong from any of them. It very much felt like everyone had learnt their lines, and it, I didn't get much kind of. Uh, I didn't believe them. Basically, fair yeah. enough. Uh, this diamond mine. Like, inner conflict stuff is a bit weird. Um, with You're still pushing Ivy and Tatum as as a tag, but you've kind of got this weird thing going on with the Creeds. Um, I don't, it's not quite working for me, this whole, the Creeds aren't clear. The storyline is kind of weird, Ivy. yeah. And considering they're not even on this show, right? So it's like they pushed that match off it with this kind of storyline. We see Braun Breaker and Apollo Crews earlier today arriving to the arena for the main event match. They are main event ready. But we go to our next match, and it is a grudge match featuring the Fire Girl versus the Witch. The Witch. She's a witch. Uh, Isla Dawn versus Alba Fire. So these two uh, definitely know each other back from NXT UK UK days and uh, definitely beyond that before WWE time. But uh, Isla Dawn now reappearing in in NXT as this very witchy character. Yes. Casting spells. They made uh, sure to remind us that. They went, oh, it's quite interesting that it's this referee as he's the one that got sprayed by the poison mist just last week. Uh Like, I find it interesting him refereeing this match. Hmm. Would that come into play? Let's find out. Uh, These two start off by just scrapping. They both are... are, Well, Alba has a right to be so because uh, Isla costed her the the title. So uh, Alba's fired up. See what I did there? Beating her down with boots to her. Uh, But then there's a running flatliner from Alba, which was pretty sweet, and then turns it into like the Koji clutch. And Isla is trying to scramble to get to the ropes. She eventually does get out of it. Uh, There's running Meteora knees from Isla for a near fall. And then a series of pump kicks in the corner. And then a Meteora again off the top. But again, Alba kicks out. Fire starts to come back and then sends Dawn to the outside and hits a huge springboard tope con Hilo to the outside. And then another like tope suicida as well. She hits a tornado DDT, but Dawn kicks out of that again. But then uh, as Fire and her are scuffling on the outside, there's the gory bomb, which I think uh, Alba Fire has a pretty sweet looking gory bomb. It's one of my favorite moves. Uh, but then when she rolls her back in the ring, she sets up her, her other finish is the swanton bomb. So she's going up off the top. But then this is where things got a little weird. It looked to me, I just watching, I wasn't, I wasn't aware of the thing with the ref them mentioning right. it. You, you mentioned that to me afterwards. What I saw with my eyes was the ref like being like, yo, Isla, are we doing it? Are we doing this thing or not? And Isla's like, yeah, here, take this, take something, which then 
the Swanton Bomb connects, but then the ref isn't counting because all of a sudden the ref is uh, like dripping blood out of his mouth, black goo dripping, and he looks like he's been possessed or cursed or hexed. And uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they did do a... What, what I took is Isla kind of grabbed his leg just beforehand. And I think yeah. it was the mist from... Was like, it that? Was it her grabbing his leg? I think it was leg? the mist from the, we- from the week ago was meant to have like cursed him, but it's activated once she touches him. Okay. Is what I think it was. It was a bad day for refs though, with this and the... The ref and the Ring ref of Honor. Ring of Honor in oh, that tag match. Jeez. Yeah, who had it worse? Who had it worse? <laughs> Maybe this guy. One, and it, it made the distraction really weird because you've then got... Um, Alba Fire going for the pin and you're doing the spot oh there's no ref but then they're going like someone needs to like seriously check on this guy yeah because he's he's vomiting blood so the other ref comes in and then he's like goes for the pin and then he's like oh I'd better I'll I'll check that someone can win this match before I see if my colleague is still alive yeah Alba Fire wins. Uh, does she, what does she do? Like the final cut kind of DDT thing? But uh, anyways, another ref comes in. No, she, Alba Fire doesn't win at all. Oh, sorry. Not Alba Fire. Isla, Isla Dawn. Their names is... Oh, my God. So when the ref is checking on yeah. the possessed ref, Isla sends Alba face first into the exposed turnbuckle. The exposed turnbuckle. That's right. And then, and then her move. the final cut for the win. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, I thought these two... The wrestling was really good. Again, I, I was a fan of them uh, before WWE mm. and the, their actual wrestling. And here I got some of that and I was super getting into it and they were definitely gelling. And then it went to the silliness and I instantly went, oh, come on. Yeah, like it's... Uh, I, I thought the match was really, really physical actually and, and a great showcase from both of them. I The whole first, what, like hour, 45 minutes of this show, I thought the women really showed up. Um, and showing that once again, NXT might have one of the, the best women's rosters. Definitely sure. this, this company does. Uh, I was really impressed. The goo stuff, it's not for me. The goo. It did like, it did kind of make me groan and be like, ah, oh, and this match was really cooking. But, you know, like, like waiting. So the ultimate warrior throw up blood and it reminded me of Papa then, Shango. Yeah, yeah. And he, that hooked him. Like people like this hokey shit. When went to the England game today, someone said, oh, what do you do? Like said about the podcast. And he's like, oh, man, that stuff with Undertaker and Kane back in the day, like that had me hooked. People like this stuff. I think NXT has a lot of it. Everyone has a, a side job, side hustle. Uh, there's a lot. We've got the Crow Lady coming this Tuesday. <laughs> um, we've got the Fire Girl. We've got the Witch. It's a bit hokey. I think some people might get a kick out of it, though. But, yeah, really, really strong match between these The guys. wrestling was really good up until this, like, ref dripping goo out of his mouth. So I just started laughing. And of, I was like, of course. Of course they would do that. But uh, still a strong match. Uh, I don't know where you go. Like, Alba Fire, I feel like a few pay-per-views ago we were like, hey, she should be great on the main roster. And yet she's still here. So maybe now this There's the something. Like, I, I feel... I feel she'd be in a very similar position on the main roster where yeah. she has good matches. She might challenge for a title on a raw or something, but never really in anything meaningful. I don't know what it is. Something right. needs to be reworked to connect with me. Cause I think the wrestling's fantastic. Well, maybe this feud continues and it gets even spookier maybe. with the fire and the witchcraft. And basically Isla Dawn is a hex girl and casts spells mm. and the refs do it. It was totally Papa Shango. Oh, 100%. Puke. Uh, but the wrestling was good. But yeah, Isla Dawn wins. 
We get a backstage segment with The New Day, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. They say they came to NXT to find competition and they want to become triple crown tag team champions, meaning they got Raw, they got SmackDown. We just need these ones. And then uh, they say that Pretty Deadly may be good. Those long sleeve crop top boys are good, but we are The New Day and we have the bigger Assert, what is it? Assertion mindset? Assertive? Yeah, he tried to make a joke about them having a big ass, but yeah. Then says, hit our music as they have their match here. And they do that. We're going to be the new WWE and get Mackenzie to join in. While she's in her tutu. And this is my weekly just, Mackenzie's fantastic. Mackenzie's having a great time. Yeah. Well, it kicks off our next match, the NXT Tag Team Championships. The champions pretty deadly defending against the New Day. Yeah, Booker T throughout this match, like really healing up on the New Day. He made some comments on his podcast this week about how he kind of doesn't like them coming down and basically taking T. He he called them selfish. He's like they're coming down, taking TV time away from people. I think from hearing him on commentary tonight. I think it's character. Okay. And with the result, I wonder if it's something they're going to play into at all. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe New Day, because New Day definitely need to be like changed up a bit. So maybe having them start moving a bit heelish with taking control of these titles. But yeah, Booker was on one. Oh man. I mean, yeah, Booker T is just always on one, but he, for this match was just going off on the new day. He said they, he said he hates them. He's like, he's basically saying like anytime Vic tried to say something nice about them, he was like, nah. And then Vic is like, Hey, you know, the new day here, Big E's probably watching at home. We just want to send our, our love to Big E and Booker's like, nah, fuck that guy. Not even, <laughs> not even Big E. He's like, nah, I don't want to. Broke his back. He's watching. Yo, the- this guy's out home Big injured. E. Nah. Nah, I don't want to. So it's like, uh, okay, Book. Oh, Jeez. Book did make me laugh in the previous match because he went like, uh, any given Sunday, Alba Fire shows up and Vic's like, it's Tuesday. We do NXT every Tuesday. He goes, I'm talking about today. It's like, yeah, today is Saturday, Book. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, this match starts off. Oh, I should mention the New Day rocking some Avatar gear. Oh, is that what they were with? They were with the, the pink, though? Yeah, yeah. Was, uh, well, I saw that on uh, Instagram, Main Event Gear, uh, who does a lot of people's gears. Mm. They posted that. So it's like Avatar, like the colors, the blue, and then mm. like, uh, I don't know, the Way of Water. Is that the new okay. one? Okay. Interesting. Not as not as good as Ray's Avatar gear, though, no. right? <laughs> no, I think it was a little better. I didn't like Ray Mysterio's Avatar Wasn't gear. Wasn't that the one he got stuck in the... In the thing that shoots him up and he had to crawl out. Is that, was that I that think one? It was when he was yeah, Avatar. I didn't like yeah. that Avatar one that Ray did. <laughs> uh, but then, pretty deadly, the champs, they have some Christmas gear. They're wearing yeah. like their, their crop top, but like Santa style. Mrs. Claus. You can get away with that in Florida. You, yeah. you can't. It, this isn't, it's too cold here. To be Way too cold. Christmas. Too nipply out. New Day versus Pretty Deadly. NXT tag titles on the line. Uh, we get. Um, uh, New Day in control on Kit Wilson. Kit's the blonde one, right? I keep getting... Elton is the blonde. Sorry, Kit is the brunette. Kit's Elton the brunette. Prince Elton's is the blonde. blonde. Got you. Uh, well, Kit is getting beat up with uh, double teams by the New Day here. They hit a double bulldog, which looked pretty good. Uh, eventually, though, uh, Kit tags back in, and he they hit pretty deadly hit a double like splash leg drop combo on Kofi for a near fall. Eventually, Kofi's in the ring, and Elton's in the ring, and Kofi twerks. So Elton twerks too. And then 
Kofi it, twerks, and it then was it was great because it was uh, Kofi was monkey flipped and landed on his feet, and he was like as a pose as like yeah. look at me starts the twerk. We have a whole twerk off here. Yeah, twerk off. Who won for you? Who had the best twerk? Uh, Kofi King. Kofi had a good yeah. Twerk, I, yeah. I I will say it was a spot and then it was clear like it looked like then elton was supposed to like go attack him but then the crowd like reacted yeah so when he did the twerk back the crowd chanted twerk off so yeah. they like <laughs> call, I, they must have called an I audible so. to just be like okay and then basically it was kofi just going like way over the top like yeah just like basically he would have started twerking on the floor <laughs> up the wall kind of and vibe yeah booker was so disgusted <laughs> yeah booker did not like the twerk off here but uh some pretty funny stuff uh when when if if you were to be upset by the twerk off it ends with kofi sending both pretty deadly to the outside and then hitting a huge tope con hilo which looked great uh xavier woods uh flies off the apron at one point to take one of the guys out and then is near booker and goes five time five time five time and booker says Man, if you get close to my face again, I'm going to hit you. <laughs> so Booker is just, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Do they owe Booker money or something? This is wild. Uh, Kofi hits this beautiful float over DDT for a near fall, uh, but then eventually starts getting boots from Pretty Deadly. Uh, eventually, hot tag to Woods, who comes in, and there's a great spot. I definitely have already watched this back a few times. It's the four-man Eddie Guerrero tribute spot. This was fantastic. <laughs> so there's a title being thrown in by Pretty Deadly, and then it's it's in Kofi's hand. So they hot potato it around, and they all start dropping like flies to do the classic Eddie Guerrero title ref thing. But they're all now laid out by so no, no, no one. No one's been hit at all, and all four have taken. And the, the ref turns around and is like, "Wait, what oh, the fuck's going on?" I thought this on? was so much fun. Oh, I laughed so loud, and again, they already clipped it on their Twitter, but it's pretty fun stuff. Uh, as the match continues, Kofi hits the trouble in paradise on the outside. Woods is in the inside and gets hit with uh, one of Pretty Deadly's other tag moves, but he kicks out of it. Uh, as they try to go for spilt milk, they throw Elton away. Kofi tags in. They hit the stomp backbreaker. One, two, three. The midnight hour. The midnight yeah, hour. Man. That's right. The midnight hour. And today is a new day. Yes, indeed. As NXT tag champions, Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. I, I thought this was so much fun and one of the one of the better Pretty Deadly matches for me. You've got Pretty Deadly are so naturally funny. I yeah. think they're very entertaining, the costumes and everything. The matches haven't always hit for me, but they were up against a team who can also do the comedy just as well. And I thought I thought the, the comedy spots really lifted this match, but didn't take away from it at all. You had some great near falls towards the end. Um but yeah, that four-way Eddie spot was great. Uh, I, I thought this was really fun. Uh, we'll be interesting to see how long we see New Day as champions here. Um, I imagine a, a Creed's match down the line. Who else really have you got who can be... Idris and Malik. Idris, oh them. man, that, that match fun, would be amazing. Like, TV match, maybe. Hell yeah, book it, please. Yeah, I think I think we were saying last week, like, hey, I know this is just out of nowhere. It seems to bring these guys in, but it makes so much more sense to kind of refresh things. Pretty deadly are really good at the like sports entertainment stuff. Their, their matches usually don't hit for me. I would say this was on the higher end, mm. but it was it had comedy elements and everything in it as well. But I think they're an act that would really get over on like the main roster, especially like the, the vignettes and stuff that they, that they've been doing. But uh, yeah, uh, this was, this was a pretty fun match. And then them celebrating and like in the crowd, walking through the, the arena, the little arena there, 
I would imagine you'd want to keep them in NXT until the February show. Because that's going to be, in, I assume, in a bigger arena. Oh, sure. true. So I, I imagine you'd have them have this run till around then. Uh, would be interesting to see if they're. I think they've got. They've been advertised on some SmackDowns and things, so they'll probably be having the title on there as well. Nice. They should do that. So you're saying that this Tuesday into year won't just crush them and take the titles? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. No, I think that makes sense. Have them like have a, a run. Do that. Uh, February show as mm. champions. Uh, eventually facing the Creeds would be great, but you've got my attention with uh, Malik and Idris against those guys would be a pretty crazy match. But yeah, uh, fun match, and I'm happy to see Kofi Kingston win some more gold. I think they said like some crazy amount of tag title wins he's mm. had. Like it's, it's I don't think they said 15, well, but pre like, like uh, pre New Day he was tag champ a bunch, a as bunch, well, wasn't he? So yeah, um, New Day being corrected in the in the chat. It's the up up down down when it's Kofi and. Right, uh, the midnight hour is the one with the big ending. Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew something was fishing. I'm sorry. In the midnight hour. Well, see, we we talk about NXT. We know the NXT moves. Yeah. these guys ain't NXT. Who? 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 This post wrestling podcast is brought to you by Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast. Financial literacy can be daunting, but it's one of the most valuable things you can equip yourself with. On Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast. Their trusted financial journalists offer easily digestible conversational discussions on topics like balancing your portfolio. If you think an ETF is one of Cena's five moves of doom, this show might be for you. Planning for your tax bills this April so you don't have to worry about a visit from Erwin R. Scheister and putting away more money for retirement. Because unlike most wrestlers at the end of their careers, most of us should only plan on retiring once. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Uh, we go to a video, a vignette here for a New Year, New Year's countdown. The ball will drop on January 10th, I believe it said. So, uh, I mean, most people celebrate on uh, January They're 1st. A bit light, yeah. But uh, NXT is going to count down to a brand new year. And if we, if you look in the vignette, it looked to me like certain blonde woman we may or may not recognize from NXT. So if you ask me. Is this the return? Could it be as if Tiffany Stratton? Oh, okay. Right. Is it? I think so. She could be, yeah, coming back. Yeah. She's been out a while. Yeah, I'm excited. All right. Hopefully it's her. Uh, we then see Katana and Caden backstage. They're hanging out with Odyssey Jones, Malik, and Idris. And this is the brawl you're talking about mm. because Toxic Attraction walk in and Gigi and JC are pretty pissed. Kaden and Katana are like, let's go out. Let's, let's party. party. The show's not even finished. We're not They're even like, on the show. Booked. Let's go out. Yeah. Why are we in our gear? <laughs> and Odyssey is, reminds us he's facing Von this week. So he's going to train on Ooh. a Saturday night. He's like, nah, I got to train. Can't go partying with you girls. Even though he's been the party. Yeah, he's... He's been the party guy yeah. for the past few weeks, definitely. Him and his truck full of girls in yep. the back. Is it even legal to drive your truck? Your pickup? <laughs> Everything's legal in Florida. Uh, Katana and Caden are with Odyssey and these guys when Gigi and JC start brawling. But Ivy and Tatum, out of nowhere, basically Gigi and JC say, oh, you're just handing out title matches when we should be next in line. And Ivy hears this. And- they bring up the win in the six-woman tag yeah. recently and stuff, yeah. So, uh, that's all out brawl and Malik, Idris and Odyssey are trying to pull these women apart as they're all trying to fight. So, yeah. So imagine we're going to have Ivy and Tatum against Toxic for like a number one contenders. Sure. Coming up. Yeah. Maybe this week we go to our next match. It is the men's 
Iron Survivor match. Winner gets a title shot against Braun Breaker for the NXT Championship. We start off with two men here. It's the same rules as earlier with the, the whole five guys, like five guys burgers. Mm-hmm. We start off with Axiom and JD McDonough. So these two kind of mentioned that they wanted to face each other because they've got history, especially in the past few weeks. But if you also watched NXT UK, you may know there's some of their history there as well. So these two are, are going to start off. Uh, if you know Axiom and his entrance has that like slow motion, like yeah, the running fade effect thing that he runs and stuff. So they still have it when he's like in the ring and JD attacks him. While the effect is still on. It looked kind of cool. It looked so yeah, cool. It was, it was so trippy. I was like, wait, <laughs> what, what, what's going on here? What am I on right now? Uh, it looked awesome. As the match starts, and it's JD and Axiom just killing each other, and they're not sparing any time here as it's just two of them. Uh, there's a huge springboard crossbody to the outside right away. Back in the ring, there's a slap battle, and then there's like this like sliding, almost like a hidden blade, like a northern lariat from Axiom mm. for a near fall. JD hits a Liger bomb for a two count again, just going back and forth. This five minutes was nonstop. It, it made perfect sense starting with these two. They had the the really great match a few weeks ago on TV, yeah. And you've got the story with JD injuring Axiom, so I think this made for a really exciting. First five minutes. Absolutely. Mello is the third man here after the five minute. He comes in with his, like, a, just a rocket with his flying clothesline off the, the springboard there, which is just crazy. There's then crazy back and forth moves with all three of them, like using the other person as a weapon to hurt the other guy or like double team and back and forth. He eventually hits his like suplex cutter on JD onto Axiom and then pins Axiom to get the first fall. This was a really fun fall because you had mcdonough hitting all his moves goes for his standing moonsault and mellow moves uh like the way they integrated all three people i thought was was great for this first mellow point axiom goes to the penalty box where he'll uh he'll see a lot of in this match because everyone is going to pin axiom uh there's then when he eventually comes out because it's only 90 seconds Mm. there's still like three or so minutes left before the next person and again these three like you said they're countering each other's moves there's moonsaults and flips the the three of the mellow jd and axiom very fast uh in their in their styles and i thought they meshed really really well in fact i could watch these three just in a triple threat Mm. would be pretty sweet but the 10 minute mark hits and out comes grayson waller and, you know, we talk about all the time about how uh, I love how he finds always finds ways to hit that super contrived setup of the rolling stunner into the ring. Well, this one made perfect sense. Oh, yeah. There's two guys fighting in the ring. So Waller beelines it, runs down there, s- rolls in and hits the double stunner. <laughs> yeah, hits it to both. I I thought that was fantastic and picks up these two pins. He gets two falls right it, away. But this is where it felt like a video game for me. This yeah. felt like... You know, when you're playing chamber mode, but you also, you start with finishers. Right. You don't need to work them up. And you just come in and hit spears everywhere and pick up great. pins. Uh, I, I thought it was a fantastic way to use this move. Um, it is contrived sometimes. I I quite enjoy it. I Pretty don't fun. find it like you. And I thought it certainly worked here. And quite surprising, actually, getting those two rapid pins. It was on, I thought it was great. Yeah, it was on JD and Axiom. And then as they're going into the box, they're like fighting like in the box as as Waller finds another way to hit the rolling stunner, like through the ropes onto the apron onto Mello there as he's fighting him. Uh, there's then uh, Waller who goes up to Booker T and says, am I in your fave five now, bitch? 
And Booker says, tell me he didn't just say Booker that. Booker was pissed. Yeah, Booker was pretty mad. Not He he was like, where's that new day? <laughs> he's still just thinking about that. Uh, so Waller's in control here with two falls, and he's putting the boots to everyone. When Axiom is back in the ring and hits this crazy dragon Rana on Waller for a fall, so Axiom's up on the board here. And then as JD goes to hit the devil inside, like that crazy pull dr- mm. back suplex, it's countered by Axiom into a pop-up Canadian destroyer and then hits his like running super kick thing that yeah. he hits. That thing is awesome and gets a second straight fall. So yeah, wow. So if you're keeping score, it's two for Walla, two for Axiom, and one for Mello. And nothing for JD and, McDonough. No. And Gacy hasn't even come out yet. <laughs> you go, Glenn Coco. Yeah. Uh, oh, that, that devil inside into the destroyer was, was Whew, beautiful. Chef's kiss for sure. Well, the time hits, the clock hits, out comes Joe Gacy, with still the best NXT theme music for sure, Love is Blind. Uh, Gacy comes out and he's in wrestling gear. I'll say JC, uh, Gacy looks pretty good. It's definitely, they, they've done this with uh, Dyad, GYV as well. It, it's a much better look, uh, the wrestling gear. And now they've got like a Schism t-shirt and everything. Yeah. I, I, the group is kind of starting to work and I think... Just wearing gear, it makes you look more viable as a wrestler. And I think this guy's good. So, yeah, big improvement. He comes in. He's running roughshod. There's, like, spinning rainmakers and then uh, the uh, rings of Saturn on Axiom. And then he hits uh, upside down on Mello. So, right away, he picks up two falls because Axiom taps out to that. And he hits the upside down lariat on Mello. Meanwhile, JD and Axiom are fighting in the penalty box. And it's almost like when you're watching hockey like their, yeah. their faces pressed up against the screen and stuff that was a pretty cool moment where, where jd's face is like squished against because it's like plexiglass yeah. right or glass or whatever uh so jd closes the box on axiom trying to lock him in there but axiom escapes and then moonsaults off the top of it you knew as soon as there was a a, a little box that that would keep people in well of course someone's so gonna jump box, off it this box needs a lid yeah because he just climbed out of this thing. yeah he snuck beautiful out beautiful moonsault yeah it looked fantastic uh mellow's in the ring with waller and then taps him out with the crossface so mellow gets another point here there's then the devil inside off the apron from jd everyone's breaking Onto the floor yeah right? everything yeah. is just going nuts here like i've I, this was just chaotic there's finishers galore there's then a spot where jd like was being the dickhead to every single one hitting headbutts to everyone when finally everyone is in the ring and jd is in the middle and realizes like oh everyone's gonna hit me and boy, do they ever. It's like a four-way... Like pump kick. Yeah, everyone place. hits it. It's like, think of like the Elite or any super kick party or anything like that. And, and all you at see once. his head like pinball. Like oh my God. Right. <laughs> down. Golden IDK mode Ooh. for sure here. Wow. Uh, this was pretty nuts. Uh, th- then it was the battle of the contrived finishers because Joe Gacy's is the upside down <laughs> handspring clothesline. He's doing that while... Waller's doing the running, rolling, stunner thing. So there's just chaos. There's a Uranagi on Waller. There's a Bubba Bomb from Gacy. There's a crazy Rey Mysterio-esque DDT from Axiom. And then nothing but net by Mello. But as Mello goes for the pin, Waller throws Mello out and gets the pin for himself. As there's only like 20 seconds left. The look on Mello's face is he's heartbroken and he's pissed. Waller starts laughing as Melos tries to like chase him. And again, the clock is running out. M- Waller's the only one with three falls. And as he escapes running around the ring, throwing bodies out of the ring so people can't get pins, the clock runs out. 
Saved by the Bell, Grayson Waller is your Iron Survivor as he celebrates by doing a shoey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Huge pop for the shoey. My, my, my views on Waller may change after <laughs> him doing a shoey. Uh, I thought this was great. I, I really liked... I, I think it made it... I think they worked uh, the rules a bit better than the women did. I enjoyed the women's match, but I definitely thought here they made use of the, like, uh, people being stuck in a penalty box, not being able to, like, break up pins more, that kind of thing, uh, using it for the moonsault. I like Waller doing exactly what you do in the video game. When you realize you've kind of won it, just run it, just keep running around. I like that. And I think this match is going to be... I'm. I'm looking forward to seeing one of these again in a year's time because I think you can be kind of creative with how you strategize with the rules. Um, I, I thought this was really fun. I thought all five showed up and was just nonstop, this thing. Yeah, it was it was like chaotic, but in the best way. I mean, this is five different people, like a Royal Rumble. You, I always wondered, like, you know, planning those things out mm-hmm. must be hard because there's you got to work on what you're going to do with this person at this time and then this person. And then here, a lot of it is connecting the dots to, well, then I'm going to be there for, so that that person hits this move while I'm standing there and vice versa. So credit to all five competitors in both matches, but specifically this men's one that just seemed like there was so many crazy spots where it was connecting with all the different, like five people, especially Axiom, man. Like I know uh, the look still isn't like the, the best look for me with this guy in the mask, but holy shit, this guy is a fantastic worker. He made, he was the only baby face in this match. I mean, really everyone was cheering for everyone, which yeah. was, is, is also really cool to see. The crowd was super hot for it, but I thought everyone in this match just stood out. It was great. Even I, Gacy, even yeah, Waller. I, I think Waller was uh, maybe a bit of a surprise to people, but then I assume this is going to be, again, New Year's Evil, a TV special. I think you hold off the, the Mellow Bron match for that Vengeance Day show. Right. Uh, for a bigger a bigger show. So I'm okay with Waller. I think you see a bit later we uh, with Bron's entrance, you see like the, the roll call of, everyone he's defeated if he is going to be if Mello is the one he'll drop it to sure pick up a win over a waller or sure. whoever but i i think i think waller's in ring is is pretty good i i'm entertained by the guy and i think him and bron could put on something fun but i the these matches we've been joking about the kind of sean reading the rules but both really delivered to me for me and I, i'd happily watch these again yeah, it's definitely something they can easily add to the video games going yeah. forward, like a stipulation that you can play. But I, I do like it. Hey, if you do it once a year, just like in the spot where War Games was, yeah, it's not your wild weapons and hardcore stuff, but it focuses on a lot of wrestling and it almost makes it kind of like very uh, sporty because there is the – or video game because there's the board for the it whole match. It was reminding me of watching England earlier yeah. and being like, come on, we've got eight minutes. Axiom, come eight on. Minutes, you can get, get a one fall. more point. Oh. Get in there. Yeah, oh. it, it is pretty fun to kind of yell at your – like the person, your your horse essentially. Yeah. Like, come on, get a fall. So I do like that aspect. It would make me like interested. I think you could do it – I think you could do it 30 minutes without the penalty box. And I think it could still be – the, I think I think the penalty box gives them more things to like play, play around with, with like yeah. strategy and hold people off. The other thing I liked that Waller did, not just the running away, but when he he pinned Axiom, so Axiom was then like ineligible to be pinned. Yeah. Uh by by like Mello who's chasing him. And then he dragged 
JD out of the ring. So if you're going to try and pin JD, you've got to get him back into the ring. And it was like those little touches. It felt like sport strategy yeah. kind of thing. Uh, it definitely always get wrestling. And I think WWE style wrestling, we very much get the same pattern things. And this kind of broke that up a bit. It was it was a little different, but at the same time, all the people involved like worked really hard, and it and it paid off. I was really entertained by these these matches, and Waller winning. Yeah, he gets that TV thing, but man, him doing the shoey. Everyone do a shoey tonight. Shout out Australia. Yeah, we get a promo for New Year's Evil again for January tenth, and then we see Mackenzie again. She's having a busy night. She's backstage with Drew. Gulak. Mm. Yeah, no PowerPoints tonight. He says, yes, I'm back in NXT and uh, I've been looking around. My career kind of didn't, you know, I've had twists and turns throughout it and I want to see who maybe I can help or who can help me. Uh, kind of referencing the fact that he showed up last week scouting Regal. Charlie Dempsey, right? Yeah, Regal Jr. And well, he's interrupted by Damon Kemp. Damon says, I'm all healed up from getting my ass beat by the creeds a while back <laughs> and says uh you know i'm someone you should be here to to talk to to see essentially kind of putting his name in the hat like hey look at me you could help me wrestle uh so yeah it seems like we have our our own uh what is it? where's where's gulag from pittsburgh uh pennsylvania e- pennsylvania yeah so we're gonna have the pennsylvania the combat philly, club i think yeah, yeah the philly combat club <laughs> coming soon with regal jr i mean this this could be uh, i have a sense that Damon's kind of done with the creeds, but Gulak and Damon to take on the creeds down the line would be interesting. But I, I see this maybe more like a, as you said, a Blackpool Combat Club style thing. Um, I, I'm interested in seeing Gulak wrestle as well. I think he's a fantastic wrestler. And if he's got more of a serious gimmick, he basically kind of said in this promo, yeah, I've kind of been pissing around for the last couple of years with this 24-7 title, but yeah, now it's in the I am trash, good. So. I am good. So, yeah, yeah I, I'm down for seeing Gulak just have some great wrestling matches in NXT. Just book Gulak Dempsey yep. soon. Let's do it. Let's get to it. And then when William Regal is allowed to be on TV, there you go. You have their new manager with the, yes. the combat club. We go to our main event. NXT Championship on the line. The champion, Braun Breaker, defending against the man who can see the future, Apollo Crews. This was uh, an all-timer video package for main event for me. What other wrestling main event title match has a highlight package featuring two guys sitting at a diner and then two guys going fishing? Oh, yeah. Uh, It's just so funny that that was the build for this match. And then on top of that, one of the guys has visions. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> for anyone keeping scores. So, yeah, really excited. He predicted Gallus attacking the Creeds, and he's predicted he's winning the title. He, what else did he predict? He that predicted, oh, Grayson Waller. Would Waller, be blind. Waller would get really stoned one night. Yeah, that's what he had yeah. visions. Does the visions ever not come true? Nope. That's what he says in this promo. So, here we go. Uh, they also were mentioning that standing moonsault. In the in the sit down, that, that was the build to this. Hey, we both we're both big, strong, and fast, and we can do a standing room. So I like going to diners and writing in journals and yeah. seeing the future when I'm alone. What do you like to do? Fishing. Cool. Let's do each other's hobbies and then fight <laughs> for the title. All right. Well, uh, this starts off with the, the video. There's like a screen on the entrance ramp after Apollo makes his. Apollo had cool gear, I'll say. Yep. And then they have this video that's like showing Apollo's visions, and then it's like freeze framed on like Apollo's mouth. And Braun breaks the screen and breaks through Apollo's mouth. Ah! <laughs> it's like the Kool-Aid man. As you got like the 
the Wrestle Kingdom-esque, like, run-through of all the... You know when they do all the yeah, champions? Yeah, they like did the champions. He's beat. Everyone yeah, it's true, beat. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really weird. That's why I was like, whoa, new champ, let's go. Uh, so, uh, Braun having some some great gear as well. Oh, he, really he nice. normally looks pretty good. Yeah, very Steiner-esque here. So, these two start off by just staring at each other. It was like a Noah stare-down. As they then go for a test of strength to see who is, in fact, the strong, more athletic type. They basically go tit-for-tat here where they're doing the, the drop-downs, the Lows leapfrogs. headlock takedowns. Yeah. Eventually, Cruz drops Braun and hits him with the standing moonsault. Uh, and then hits... An apron moonsault as well to Braun. And uh, when they get back in the ring, they go back to more chain wrestling. Braun overpowers him and hits this gator roll and then hits a huge stalling suplex, which sets Braun up to hit Apollo with the standing moonsault, which he didn't get all of it, as you could say. And then Booker on commentary says, "Uh, I'd give Braun's standing moonsault a seven and a half out of (laughs) ten. That's not a bad score. Considering Apollo's was what nine? Apollo's was was a ten for yeah. sure, yeah. Uh, but there's then Braun who heard that criticism, picks up Apollo, throws him out, and then runs the ropes and hits a huge tope con hilo, massive one. Yeah, and great. he's big, so yeah. this is pretty fired up here. Back in the ring, Braun is putting the boots to Apollo and then jumps off the top, but gets hit with this pop up knee to the face. And it looked like he clocked him here. Yeah, ouch, like a V-trigger. And just when you think Apollo's going to capitalize, instead, he stands up and he closes his eyes uh. as the camera zooms in and focuses on him, just closing his eyes. He's deep in thought. He's seeing the vision. He see the light. Everyone, close your eyes. Just the vision, what he's seeing. And then he opens his eyes. And he's angry. This was very odd. And... And it was as if they're trying to, like, they were doing, like, the Okada thing. So they, like, zoomed Zoom. in as he, and then when he opened his eyes, they, like, panned Whoa. out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, this, this, and, and again, this match was flowing really nicely and, and then just had this, like, wacky thing in the middle, which really disrupted it for me. So he goes ape shit. He picks up Braun and hits him with this crazy looking Death Valley driver for a near fall. And then a triple powerbomb, like three in a row mm-hmm. here, but Braun's still kicking out. Eventually he runs the ropes and Braun counters with the classic Steiner power slam, just like his daddy. He goes for the military press slam, but it's countered into a DDT from Cruz. Cruz then comes back with his own military press slam on Braun. I think Braun right before hit Apollo's like one-handed spine, spine buster. buster too. So they're now stealing each other's finishes they're all hitting each other's moves but braun kicks out of his own move and then basically they're staring at each other and it's hit me hit me so they're countering each other's moves eventually braun counters the choke lift again runs the ropes hits the spear one two three braun breaker retains the nxt title and apollo's vision did not Mm. come true i have a feeling braun wasn't able to hit the the power slam on apollo I think he had him up earlier. He, had him, he kept slipping out and like countering it. But yeah, finishing with the spear here. Um, yeah, I, I thought this was a good like heavyweight style match. Both two big athletic, uh, sorry, big men here. Um, I do think the the build for this this whole visions thing has really killed it. It's definitely um, for me. There was no chance Apollo was winning this thing. Whereas when he first came into NXT that first week, I could have bought him as a contender for Braun. And that did take the, the match, my interest in the match down a little. But I, I thought they both worked 
hard and and had a pretty pretty good match here. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed the match. Both of them are very similar. They're both bigger, but they both can do very more like quick athletic style stuff. And them mentioning that in the story was true. They could have just maybe focused on that instead of a lot of the fishing stuff. But And I, I liked after the sort of closing the icing, I did like Apollo's intensity and I liked how they were both like, no, come on, hit me. Like it, it, it upped it that notch, but the vision stuff is so so cheesy yeah they were focusing on him like all you needed to him was to go into that next place which wrestlers you know they always say like oh he's 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 fired up or whatever hulking up but it's because it's the whole vision that's so raven thing and the way it was shot with the zoom in yeah it was just too hokey for me and definitely i feel like it 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 hurt the crowd too they were like what wait what's going on i think i sent some booze or like what's going on come on we already had a ref spitting out goo. what are we doing here so uh, Braun retains, and then he stands tall, celebrating, and the the logo comes up. But if you've been watching NXT for a while, you know that that doesn't mean anything because Grayson Waller appears out of nowhere and hits the rolling stunner on Braun. Ah. Another way he found the guy standing in the ring yeah. celebrating, runs in and hits the move. There yeah. you go, and stands tall with the title as the show goes off the air. But yeah, uh, a pretty fun deadline here i i thoroughly enjoyed this i thought every single match delivered i think they they absolutely delivered with the new match concept um i would have definitely liked a more heated main event like a bit more interest going in but as like two hours two and what two and a half i thought it breezed by um i i do love this format the kind of takeover style just five matches have them all deliver yeah um yeah, I, I I enjoyed this. I thought this was a solid show from NXT. This this had the least interest in one of their specials in a quite a long time. Like since the brand changeover mm-hmm. to the 2.0 non takeover era, like the the card itself did did not do it favors like on paper. But the two new gimmick matches, like the the Iron Survivor ones, definitely hit. The wrestling was definitely there. It was a lot of fun. Everyone, like I, I felt watching it, I was getting into it. The crowd there was super into it. So I feel like it was a success. And then Braun and Apollo, yeah, that the, the world title match wasn't really heated. I wasn't buying really that Apollo was going to win. But like you said, a show that breezed by. The two main matches, the five-way matches were really fun. And the total of that with a few other things. The, the New Day Pretty Deadly stuff was also like pretty fun and entertaining. So this show felt like it really breezed by. And yeah, like the wrestling, maybe maybe not quite takeover level, level but I would say that that Iron Survivor match, the, the men's one specifically – I'd I'd say it was uh, with with all those talent, involved. and I would hope moving forwards we can like actually focus on what story is going to the match rather than have them just trying to explain what is going on. Sure, every segment. I mean, I'm yeah. sure a match like this, they're always going to hit us over the head with the rules, but. Uh, yeah, weak, weak build, but very, very solid show. Yeah, I mean, going in, I didn't have too much expectation, so it definitely exceeded my uh, expectations. But very fun show, even with Booker T hating on the New Day mm. a lot. Uh, well, that's what we thought of NXT Deadline. We have some feedback. We do. You should join the Poison Rana Facebook page. If you use Facebook, hey, we also have Twitter and Instagram and stuff. But we have a Facebook group. Join it. The Poison Rana group will let you in, and we post a feedback thread. But we also post it on the post-wrestling forum uh, as well. But I'm going to read the first one here from Sean, who writes in, that was the first NXT PLE since the 2.0 transition that I felt like I could have been a takeover. Five matches, five bangers. I have zero complaints. The Iron Survivor challenges were amazing. 
built and executed great. Kudos to all involved. All the talent stepped up huge tonight. We go to Manny from Pacoima, who says, Really fun show. Both Iron Survivor matches were great, and I'd love to see them again. Alba and Isla was having a, were having a fun match until that ref being hex spot ruined it. Apollo versus Braun could have been better, and the Apollo getting powers from his eyes thing was pretty dumb. The spot of the night was New Day and Pretty Deadly tossing the titles to each other. Yeah, that Eddie spot. <laughs> Fantastic stuff. Uh, Sean also wrote in early, earlier saying that they announced that Kofi surpassed Booker for the most tag title reigns, or the most title reigns in WWE history. So therefore, I guess tag titles. So that's why Booker was so salty. Is that why Booker's mad? Because he's, he's picked it up. No, I think just the most. Most titles? For most total title reigns. Oh, that'd be wild. good for Kofi. I mean, obviously, I guess they're counting Booker's, what, six world championships? But that's, yeah. And then, have to do the research and then on tag. That. I don't know. Yeah. I, he doesn't feel like a guy that had the most reigns to me, but yeah. I don't know. We finally go to Magan, who says, The Iron Survivor matches were better in execution than on paper. The use of the penalty box gave the match time to breathe instead of overloading on spots. The men's match was stronger of the two, but the women's match had flashes of dopeness. Kiana James, when she's not number crunching, stood out. I went, uh, I went half. I called it when Roxanne Perez won, but I wasn't expecting Waller to squeak by. New Day versus Pretty Deadly was a blast, and it was a pitch-perfect mix of comedy and high-quality wrestling, and it was a shock seeing Kofi and Xavier complete the Triple Crown. Braun versus Apollo was a solid main event to a strong show. Walla winning tells me that NXT wants to save Mellow Bron for stand and deliver. Oh, wow. All the way to April, maybe. Wow, that's a, quite a while away. But, mm. I mean, you could. But what does Mellow do until then? Yeah. He's probably pretty pissed at Grayson Waller, to be fair, about this whole... I mean, you could have Mellow and Trick challenge New Day for a bit of a TV feud, maybe. True. Okay. The promos there would be pretty, yeah, pretty entertaining, pretty for sure. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I thought everything was good and it kind of, with the new day taking the championships definitely freshens things up. I think going forward, Roxanne hopefully taking the title finally off Mandy. I, I kind of agree with, with, uh, with someone who said this, the talent stepped up because yeah, that I thought the talent definitely stepped up. NXT felt like a, a whole show that really came together. I didn't think there was a big lull in it. Uh, mine, aside from the Apollo's eyes, visions and the, goo. And the, 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 the goo. Yes. <laughs> Always the goo. Well, that was Deadline. Yes, it was. That was Deadline. That's, we did it. We'll we be made back it. on this feed on Tuesday with our review of Tuesday's NXT. We had a couple of na- matches announced during Deadline tonight. Big Lads Wrestling, Vaughn and... Vaughn and Odyssey Jones. Yeah. Yeah. And I imagine something from Toxic Attraction, possibly that Ivy Tatum match. Yeah, true. Uh, that'll be Tuesday on the Post Wrestling YouTube channel. Yeah, every Tuesday now, going forward. Up next is going to be on this Post Wrestling feed. We'll be going live Tuesday nights after NXT every Tuesday, chatting about it. Then the audio will be up on this Post Wrestling feed as well. But we have our own feed. Yes, if you can't wait until Tuesday and you have to get more of us, we will be going live tomorrow youtube.com slash poison rana pod with our first episode of the poison rana podcast where we're going to be talking all about news and rumors of the week we'll certainly be talking about aw dynamite from this week and ring of honor final battle that we saw today as well as all the stuff going on in the news with william regal sasha banks all of that come and join us live for that on the youtube but if you can't subscribe 
to Poison Rana, wherever you find your podcasts, and the audio will be up. Yeah, uh, go check us out. We do so many other podcasts. Poison Ron is going to be the show where we kind of just talk about everything going on in the week that was, all the hot stories. So we'll be doing that uh, every weekend, and that'll be dropping on on our own feed as well. And then going forward, we have a bunch of new shows as well coming on our feed in uh, in the following week on this on, on on our free feed. I got a show with Jordan Goodman, a show about nothing and everything. It's called the Detox. Just, very little wrestling talk, but it's free and it'll be coming out later this week. Uh, in the new year, we're going to have What Up Doe. That's going to be a whole other take and, and stuff on, on some wrestling and some fun stuff. But if you want to hear even more, patreon.com slash poisonrana uh, because we got a lot of shows. Best match ever where we look at different rivalries or superstars. We did one for Macho Man, 70th birthday, yeah. chatting all about the best of him. We do Was Next, retro NXT reviews. Where I believe we're coming up to a point where Kofi might be... Coming Showing up NXT. in NXT in 2013. Uh, we're at yeah. the end of 2013. We're yeah. in the hot. Sami Zayn is a hot baby face. Pac, Neville, or whatever is there. Alexander Rusev. The boss, Sasha Banks, is becoming her own character. Everything's fun in those reviews. We do tons of movie reviews and everything. It's only five bucks a month. Go check us out and become a friend over at the Patreon. But if that's too much for you, the easiest way, poisonrana.ca. Go there. You can yeah. find all the links to all our shows, Patreons, merch, socials. The lot. New Poison Rana merch coming soon, oh, yeah. I swear. Uh, guys, thank you to new listeners and to old. I appreciate you guys. And shout out John Away for letting us invade the post-wrestling feed. Yeah. They're going to already regret it. They've already decided <laughs> we're moving off because we did such a terrible, terrible job. But uh, thanks, guys, for listening to us chat about some wrestling. We uh, hope you uh, had a good time and we'll chat with you in the near near future. So uh, at Poison Rana Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And I myself, Brayden Harrington, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at the Bray D. And you can find me at Davey Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And that was Deadline. Ahoy! Oh,